everyone. It is still a little hot on a Thursday afternoon. Are you entering into an entrepreneur journey? Are you starting a business? Are you wondering what entrepreneurship will look like? You're tuned in to the right hour. This is Life Beats with Sarisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM in 700 AM. This is your host, Dr. Sarisha Kuchimanchi. I'm a former semiconductor tech executive, a podcast host, and an entrepreneur. I host the podcast, Women, Career, and Life. You can check it out. It's on Spotify and every other platform you can find. It talks about leadership and financial independence, and it's a top 30% Spotify podcast. I also work with universities and organizations on growing women leaders and getting students ready for the corporate world. If you're interested in partnering with me, you can check out my website, sarishakuchimanchi.com. I'm going to spell it out. I'm pretty sure that's quite a mouthful. It's S-I-R-I-S-H-A-K-U-C-H-I-M-A-N-C-H-I. I always like to hear from people, so you can DM me on LinkedIn or on Instagram at Women Career and Life. And today, let's dive in. I have an entrepreneur, an amazing entrepreneur and a business and community leader with me today who's going to share and be a guest. I have Neva Kunte. She's the CEO of MNK Infotech. And she's going to talk, share not only about her entrepreneurial journey, but she's also going to talk about how her life as a mentor with the startup world has enabled her to provide guidance to people, but also talk about what business looks like. So Neha, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Sarisha, for having me. This is exciting. Yeah, and I know we've connected a few times through the startup. So before I ask Neha questions, the studio line is going to be open. You will go live on air if you have questions. The number is 214-817-3333. The number again is 214-817-3333. If you have questions on entrepreneurship, anything around that, definitely do call in. Neha, I know you've been in business for 19 years now. And as I think as we were just talking briefly before, you've gone through two downturns and as your business has evolved over time. Just to start, what made you get into it and what's been like the highlight of being on this journey first? I always say this, I am an accidental entrepreneur. Our business started with a small argument, a fight with me <laughs> and my husband. And he basically had this vision and he thought that I would be able to fulfill that. He was really the backbone and he is still the backbone of the company, I feel. And that's how I started taking baby steps. Yeah. And we all need a support network, no matter which part of the journey we are. So let's start with the support network and then we'll come back as to pitfalls. You are part of the DEC network. For those of you who are wondering what DEC network is, a startup community that exists in Dallas. It may be even a nationwide community. They just had a startup week about two weeks ago in Dallas. and. If you're an entrepreneur, you should check out these sites and we will talk about some resources. So maybe grab a pen and paper or some electronic device to take some notes. So how do you serve? I know you are volunteering and are a mentor in this. So what do you see as your experience being a mentor and what are some of the challenges that people usually face in this entrepreneur journey? And I think I have been asked this question several times. If one thing that you could change, if you had known this earlier, and I always feel that if I had the right mentor, because that mentor is not only just going to keep you uh, keep your sanity uh, mm -hmm. emotionally intellectually and um, i don't know financially but uh, he or she will be that person who is going to navigate you who's going to motivate you and also uh, help you find new avenues so having a mentor at even early age and even if i, I would piggyback a little bit what you just said 
deck network is really a great avenue to start with. But I'm even encouraging individuals who are interested in even considering the thought that they can possibly do a business who are rising entrepreneurs. So that's even a good place to even dive in that they don't become an accidental entrepreneur. Accidents are good, right? They can always turn yeah. out to be positive things. But you're absolutely right. I went to deck network with some sort of seed of ideas and I definitely a lot of conversations helped you know clarify what I wanted to do because people have different experiences. Some of it you want to consider and some might be leading to new technologies. Being part of these communities is always a good thing because you will run into often the same people sometimes in different places. I've met a few people in repeated environments and gotten access to different conferences or different access to resources like small business association or how you can get certified on this. So getting invited to different places. I think we've talked on the show many times and we will come back and talk about finding a mentor no matter which stage of life you're in, no matter whether you're a student, in a corporate career, thinking about pivoting, starting a business. It always helps to have a support system who can encourage you, but also someone who has experience in this forum. What are some of the biggest pitfalls people struggle with outside of mentorship? Like where do people find it challenging? I think most of the time, I would say two things, right? One is coming up with an idea. So ideation, what do I want to start my business as? You have so many ideas, but you do not have a person or yourself to brainstorm, like solo brainstorming versus having someone sit with you and help you kind of shortlist. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty much in an old schooler in that regards. And I believe collaboration. So when I have this time for myself, I'm usually literally writing down stuff, writing down things that I actually want to continue and pursue. And then you involve your team members who are actually the key players. So I always start with three Ps. What is the purpose? What is the process? And who are the people who are actually going to make this process happen? Yeah. So it's literally writing down simplest way or even drawing. If you're an artist, if you're an artist, you pretty much draw and visualize what is that you want to do? How you see yourself doing that? And do you really see yourself selling those? Because in the beginning, in your business, you're going to be selling and marketing. You're the whole and soul of the business. And if that does not make any logical sense that you don't see yourself doing it, you need to have enough capital and finance. And I think Deck Network basically brings that innovation, creativity, and really being persistent and not giving up on your dreams or anything that you're looking at because failures happen. It's yeah. the resilience that you live with. And you, you said two things that I thought were like pointed. So when you're defining your idea or your purpose, and if you're not keen on the idea of selling, be sure that that's the right idea because you are going to have to sell it no matter how much money you have because someone else will not see your vision like you see it. And you have to develop those skills of sales and marketing. It doesn't have to be the way you envision it or the people you have seen. It can be your version, but trying to figure out who it is. And I'm in this ideation and execution, sort of this in-between space right now myself. So I can totally see where this is going. And I think in the beginning, uh, if many people may have had the situation, first of all, there are no ideas. It's like you're wondering, what idea do I want to do? And we always look at these huge companies and think that's where we need to be. But that's page thousand of a novel. You're not there. You have to start at page one or page zero and see what is it that you want to even script in the first place. And I think you sometimes become your worst and the best critic. I think 
Well, I'm 100% sure that 80% of humans, no matter what gender or what allyship or whatever that you call it, you are afraid of two things. One is rejection and another one is failure. Mm -hmm. So if you can surpass emotionally that it can happen because guess what? It has happened to everybody. So once you buy that byproduct of doing business or even anything, right, then the confidence builds. And if you surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah, very true. And those are the two emotions that hold us back. Right. And, the, and I guess in some ways, the fear of being judged by others, which, which really all doesn't matter, because in the end, you're going to have to script your own story and figure out what it is. And if you can, the other part that, you know, when you let's move from ideation, right, you've come up with 10 possibilities. And now you want to execute, you have to obviously come up with conversations, do your research and figure out. And I'm, I'm going to do a little plug here for a tool I've been using. I've been actually using AI for this as well as a business partner in some way. That's why the friend told me about this. I know this chat GPT and I've been using this thing called Claude.ai, C-L-A-U-D-E. And I just realized Amazon bought, I think, invested $4 billion in Anthropic. I think that's what it's called in this, in this company that runs Claude only this week because that's their AI tool for their AWS. I can say I was before because what? I started using it before Amazon put money It's like you're doing your homework the right way. Yeah, so it's been a game changer. It's like having a business partner to have a conversation with and decide and critically think about it. Yeah. It doesn't give you the final answer. You still have to do the prep work, but it's been such a game changer because I think if I sat to do that work, it would take me maybe two, three weeks what I can do in two days. Yeah, and again, like I said, it's, well, the ideation phase is, you have passed that ideation phase and you have shortlisted what you really want to do, but you have to surround yourself with people who have talents other than yours. So they bring new ideas to the table that are not going to be duplicated. You're bringing some really smart people in this whole game, but don't be afraid of it. And it's okay because nobody's going to steal your idea. And I promise you, not everybody wants to be a CEO. So there's not, there should not be that fear. I, I think they have said it well, and this is a thing I struggle with and everyone says it, right? There are many ideas out there, but very few people are going to actually want to execute on it. So you do, should not be worried about your idea being taken away by someone else. And no matter if someone else takes it, it's not going to have the same flavor. Think about it. How many computer manufacturing companies are there? There was Compaq, Dell, Apple, Microsoft, like all these pieces competing in the same space. They cannot just be one player. You don't probably want to be the only player because uh, the heavy lift for you to be selling your own business. So think about what your ideation phase is. And though I said I was using AI tool to have a chat, sometimes it, it's, it's entrepreneurship is lonely. So I feel like I'm talking to somebody when I can't find someone else. But beyond that, it really helps to have people around you. Go to events that are in the network, in your communities, look for conferences, go to like universities, community colleges, all of them have events around you. And reach out to people on LinkedIn or wherever you might be following someone to go figure out what needs to be yeah. done. I think to add to that list um, so that you don't feel you're the only one or have this working in silo notion. There are a lot of organizations, there are especially NMSDC, which is the National Minority Development Council. And then there is VBank, which is the Women's Business Entrepreneurs Council, Enterprise Council. So these organizations will allow you to meet with like-minded people and you can have some meaningful conversations you can get involved and i think that's where i started being in the business for 19 years then i realized oh there's a philanthropic side 
How am I going to give back to the community? Yeah, because you are also were you a chairwoman of the Texas Asian Chamber of Texas. You've been involved with DAC. I mean, and with with various other organizations, you've been on the board of many of them. And it's the philanthropic, but it's all it started giving you the opportunity to meet many people from diverse backgrounds, right? You do not want to be. The caution is when you're siloed, don't go to the same places as and no. the same people because you want different ideas. And as much as people are going to provide inputs which make put a stop to your idea, think about whether there's value in what they're saying. Not for you to stop doing what you're doing, but if there is a roadblock that you're going to encounter that you can sur surpass around it. Even after a prior conversation about some of the things I was thinking, you will give me suggestions on maybe this is a better way. This is what I've learned from experience, right? And then it's for me to process and see, okay, what is the right strategy on going further? You don't want to have to repeat the mistakes and, and learn from someone else's experience. Why would we want to do that? But that doesn't mean that there's not a new way to break that old solution. So think about it from both standpoints if you're doing that. So you are tuned into Life Beats with Sirisha. Thank you so much for listening. We have a little over 10 minutes. The studio number is 214-817-3333. This is your host, Dr. Sirisha Kuchimanji. I have Neha Kunte. She's the CEO of MNK InfoTech, and she is a mentor for a lot of startup founders as well. And she gives back to the community. So if you really have questions on understanding the startup ecosystem, starting a business, some challenge you're facing, you want some advice, any of that, definitely call us on the phone line and you will go live on air. But I think it's a value added conversation. This whole show is about getting guests and experts so that you don't have to go find them through Google search, but to be able to curate from their knowledge and get the most out of it. I obviously get a ton from the guests that I call gracious enough to join the show, but it's for you as well to be able to learn from the experience. So don't hesitate to call. So Neha, what are the, what are some of the success metrics that you have seen have been really like game changers for you? And from when you're mentoring these individuals, what do you see as the spark that lights them up? Oh my gosh, there's so many. I will start with some of the uh, measuring success. So. When I say that we run a staffing company, well, we run an IT consulting company, in 19 years, I feel that we have done three different businesses. So we have learned to pivot uh, mm -hmm. depending on your business success, or there are times where everything is, you know, you're doing the right thing, but you're not getting the success, right? Um, the, the best thing as an entrepreneur is you learn to pivot within your business itself. You have to identify what other services or products that we can offer. So we kind of sort of did that. So from being managed services to staffing and now diversifying it to e-learning and training services, we developed our own product, which we felt that was a need of the time. And it fills the gap between the in-classroom trainings and then the learning management platforms that we have. So it's a very sophisticated platform that allows you to put your learners on a continuous learning curve. Mm -hmm. uh, we started, started having this dialogue. And seriously, I, I really feel that truly when there is a will, there is a way. When we started this business, people ask us many times, like, what is your competition? And I always say this, the competition is within me and I'm my own competition because we want to see where we were, where we are now, and how do we make sure that we grow? We continue to grow and sustain. And that's really the key over here. We come across so many different blockers, but you have to keep up with that sales funnel of yours. And if you yourself as a business owner cannot do that, you really have to recruit those smart people who can help you grow your business. I truly feel that this notion of me being in quote unquote, a journey 
when when you start a business you can lead into so many chaotic situations but you cannot drag your entire family in this and that's i feel that's an art that you have to learn because otherwise everything gets just mixed up and there's a big chaos so yeah. how do we stay away from that chaos and keep your sanity we made a rule because being husband and wife both in the same business we made a rule that we will not talk about business at home and that really helped us because we really wanted to keep that worry and uh, discussion aside so that it doesn't impact uh, the entire family together in some ways it encourages so you continue having some portion of it but when we see this as a journey you don't really see as a task to do or a job to fulfill you see this as a learning curve and when you see that as a big picture you're i'm i always say this i'm culturally curious the diversity equity inclusion the hats that you wear in this journey it is so organically it's important to grow your business organically because if you just start and obviously this money is not everything for me yeah your goal your purpose might be different but my vision is completely different and it's unique so let it be like that you if you put yourself in ugly competition that's going to hurt you and that's just going to demoralize you completely unless you're someone who's super competitive yes go for it and competition's definition is different right look at any big sector company let's mm-hmm. just use uh, the example of let's say google google turned 25 yesterday for many of you 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 probably remember when it started and there was nothing like it before and google has probably very different competitors we probably only look at one sector but it's in autonomous vehicles has a different competitor it does email it's a different competitor in maps so in your own business if you're running because you will probably have one product but many segues into different spaces have different competition there's one like you said one is the internal competition within yourselves to better yourselves for any of you who were listening to last week's show with money we were talking about atomic habits and doing that one person change we're going to come back and revisit that topic in a few weeks but it's about making that internal compass if you were to look at yourself last year or what you were doing towards this this year there's always that change and as a business you continue to evolve this is one thing that i've learned from going to be startup and reading on incubators and things is if you're growing even though you let's go back to the sales and marketing i just wanted to make this statement if you're hesitant about doing sales or marketing you will have to learn the skill because you have to be the one selling it because you understand the product also and this you have a huge cash flow or a cash thing to dip into that is going to be your Achilles heel and you're going to struggle with generating revenue because you don't want to over hire people and this because if you look at enough companies that's where they start to bleed out when they build a lot of like a fixed overhead costs and then something doesn't work or the funding doesn't come through or the revenue models are not there so just need just make sure you're balancing all of these pieces together if you're looking for resources i think like neha mentioned right there is if you're a women business owner minority women there are all these certifications that are available check out through small business association as well because that gives you an opportunity to work in certain forums where they have spaces carved for these kind of certifications with people with these skill sets like there's women owned business or minority women owned business that there are contracts set for them as well so you might want to you should tap into all the opportunities you can get uh, what other resources are you thinking of that would really help people to think about when they're exploring where to go i think uh, meeting with the like-minded people so if you have nearby chamber of commerce they have a lot of events that you can participate in just to get a jump start 
because you have to start somewhere. Only then you can meet with the right people and have those ideas shared and listen to them or rather connect with them. There will be not just one type of business or industries that you will see. Usually Chamber of Commerce actually have really good network. There are so many local networks as well. There are meetup groups. Start with that, find out what events they're having, go for those events, don't be shy because, and first of all, my gosh, this is so most important. Nobody is going to tell you what to do next. You are going to tell yourself <laughs> how you have to get up every morning. If you need two shots of coffee or espresso, have that, but just go and do it because you have to self-motivate. And every single day, it's not like yeah. today or tomorrow. It's every single day. I always say this, I need two runways to take off every Monday, but that is what I know I am. And that's why what I do is I get myself engaged on every in-person meetings on Monday. That way I get off, go away for, from my Monday blues. <laughs> yeah. And I think you, you said being a startup or an entrepreneur running your business is not for the faint of heart. You have to be incredibly self-motivated. There will be days that they're going to go fantastically well and days uh, like I was I think it was Nirav Toya, he's the CEO, co-founder of Nextdoor, who said there'll be days you'll want to crawl under the table and curl up because oh, you've yeah. just gone. And 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 funnily, the same day you will have an up and down, or you think you really landed this contract, and then there's like radio silence for a few weeks. It it will go in all ways. A mentor or a friend to lean in from time to time, or maybe regularly find someone because you need that sound support network. You need the boundary conditions, like you said, you have, right? Because you and your spouse work together. So what are the boundary conditions that you will and not reach? I have friends I call to have a chat. I probably talk their year off and I have to do a check with them saying, am I talking too much? So there is that. And we have about two minutes. So Neha, before, how can people reach you? How can they contact you? On oh, I'm on LinkedIn, super active. So if you want to reach out to me, LinkedIn would be the best way or email uh, Neha at mnkinfotech.com. Okay. So if you have more questions on what her business does or basically on entrepreneurship, mentorship and stuff, reach out to Neha, check out the deck network. You're listening. This is about a minute and a half. You're listening to Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan. I work with organizations and universities and other partners to enable people to enter the corporate world, succeed as women leaders. So I do keynotes and partnering and training around that. So feel free to reach out to me. My website is sirishakuchimanchi.com. I wanted to thank you, Neha, for being here because as I'm going through the entrepreneurship journey, I realized how different it is from a corporate world because I did do many different jobs in a corporate, but I think thinking about it, finding the, your network is very different from corporate to startup. So it's first of all, figuring out people who are in this, who are thinking about it and finding the right folks to plug into walk that path and everyone is always willing to help because it's a sort of a community effort and i don't think you need a prior knowledge because a lot of people have here i have heard that they say oh i don't have any prior experience trust me you don't have to have prior experience even of that industry yep. you can just start up because you are an entrepreneur and you don't need not know everything but i applaud you Srisha, for your putting yourself in that journey because it's going to be rewarding and thank you so much for having me on the show you're doing a fabulous job I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to for coming on the show and for all the guests who come and share their information, right? That's exactly it. And to end the conversation, you don't need prior experience. You may be the game changer. That's the point. You don't need to know. You may be the rule breaker who'll do it. Thank you for tuning in.